Get your yep. whistle out, Darren. <laughs> Remember, it's big. Then it's in two seconds. It's average. Thanks. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Man On Podcast. I am Darren and uh, I don't have to work tomorrow. So ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. you got a beer Moretti. What makes a difference to a brandy and lemon or whatever you've had the last couple of times? That's because, Nice Martin, to see you well. Thank you. Tonight I am not full of cold or anything. The missus is. <laughs> oh, she's still sick. Mrs. is, yeah, the, uh, the kids, I got it, kids got it, she's now got it, she's the last to have it, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I don't, I'm okay, so that's what I'm going with. It's all right, at least you can feel ill looking at your FPL team, eh, Darren? I can so... feel, I, FPL team, <laughs> I feel FPL team, mildly sick, Sky team, vomit. <laughs> <laughs> what about Gaffer? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, yeah, just up and down. It's a roller coaster gaffer for me. A terrible week this week. Um, yeah, posi- my position makes me sick. But if anything, <laughs> the ones we don't cover are the ones I'm doing all right in. Super Super League, ESN, uh, Scotland. So ones we the ones we don't talk about is the ones I do. You still play mm. Scotland? Wow, credit to you there. Yeah, I, I do actually. I, 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 it takes such a little time to sort of do, and I was doing all right here and there. So I was like, oh, just keep, just keep it in. It, it, you know, it's just learning. Fair play, the fair play. Mm, yeah, that's. I, I, I just, I just couldn't get on board with it myself. Yeah, I, and the I, same I'll, with um, ESN. Completely honest. Next season, I literally am doing FPL, Sky, and Gaffer. That's it. I'm not. Touching. And your fan team, I'm guessing. Yeah, fat. Yeah, fan team is Premier League anyway. FPL. I'm not touching mm. ESN. I'm not touching uh, Scotland, etc. Like that. I just I don't have the time anymore, um, and I'd rather f- some more focus into the better ones. Um, joining me today <laughs> are the usual three there: Thomas, Martin, and Craig. Hi, guys. Hello. Oh, you don't sound as jolly as I, I, I am. Was, I was going to say, <laughs> we, we should, <laughs> should we be calling you Dazza? After your appearance on FPL Juice, I've watched it now, and I, I realised they called you Dazza, and you was like, "Oh yeah, all my mates call me Dazza." Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, "I am we called don't call you Dazza." I'm called Darren Dronach, Daz Diesel, Dazza. You you name it, my friends Diesel? and yeah, uh, the, um, really uh, old back school in the, WWF wrestler. Yeah, correct. Yeah, back in the day, because I was very tall, and I was taller than most people in school. Uh, you know, one of the guys used to call me Diesel. Um, he's could be actually Big Daddy D's, which was which is weird because his name was also I'm Big Daddy. I'm not calling you Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm requesting that role, you do. <laughs> yeah, I think my missus would get a bit worried if she heard me in the other room talking to Big Daddy. That <laughs> not, not, not mine, mine wouldn't. She'd just be like, "Yeah, that's normal." <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, I'm in a good mood, so hope you lot cheer up. Fuck me. <laughs> Come on, let's 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 get into it. Let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Right, boys. Community talking points. First off, mm. um, there was two of them. I've changed it to one because one of them didn't make any sense because we were obviously meant to record Monday night and now it's Thursday and one of them was already dead in the water in terms of a talking point. So we've got one. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got a couple of questions. FPL, Sky. We've got no gaffer questions this week actually, uh, but we do have some FPL and Sky ones. Um, we'll touch on gaffer. 
Martin, look, Martin, have you seen this? Uh, you're looking like I've missed a gaffer question. No, I think, no, you didn't miss it. You are right, because we had a question about uh, Giorcarez, but obviously yeah. that's been and gone. That, yeah. Exactly. So FPL Buddy asked two questions. He asked one he asked gaffer one, 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 and he asked one Sky one. Obviously, I've got the Sky one. The um, Yeah, the other one I kicked out because <laughs> he did play. <laughs> and, of course, I transferred him out. But he didn't do anything, so I'm all right with that. Well, we can, um, Martin's got, I hope he doesn't mind me putting him on the spot. He could share his um, gaffer news as to who's going to be joining him in a in a pod in the not too distant future. But oh yeah, we throw that in that. when we're talking we about gaffer. Yeah, yeah, really good point. And and also we've got uh, Martin has put a nice little graphic today to do with uh, what to do as you can see with what to do about Lukaku. Um, huge talking point, obviously. Uh, I did tell the guys that I was not going to make any FPL changes until after the Champions League games. I stuck to my word, and I'm really glad I did, to be fair. Um, not, I'm not making any FPL changes anyway, but I have in Sky. But, uh, you know, that's that's why you don't go making changes before Champions League games. Well, Benno, um, does as the Sky put with me, I think he took a minus eight on Monday night, and obviously still had Lukaku in. So I think he's now, I think he's resorted to using his free hit, I think. Yeah. way out of it because obviously that all went wrong. I saw a few people last week when they did the whole um, Son and COVID thing, didn't they? They were like, oh, got rid of Son, he's got COVID. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, two, two negative tests, I'm playing. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. It's like, I've taken a minus eight to get you out. Uh, I wasn't one of them either, but hey. Right. Shall we jump into the... Well, no, no, that's not talking <clears> about <throat> well, Let's show how we did in FPL this week, I think, we'd start off with. Shit! <laughs> um, Darren, for the benefit of audio, can you just uh, give the gaming scores? Uh, I got a really poor forty-nine. Um, you got six. Thomas got sixty-five, and both Martin and Craig share sixty-three each. The average was forty-nine points, actually. By the way, call um, Mr. Average. I'm all right with that. <laughs> um. Big yeah, Daddy to I Mr. Think... Average in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Reality's kicking in. To be, to be fair, that was my uh, that was my uh, dating profile username. <laughs> Big to average Which in one? two seconds. Uh, oh, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, <laughs> oh, just if anyone's interested, West Ham have just gone three 0 up in the Europa League. Jared Bowen scored goal. Ooh, um, jump on board the the, the Bowen 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 Bowen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I think it was a after the was it the week before where it was a, a real shit show of scores. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, the average last the week before gave it seven was thirty eight. So you know, the average has only gone up by eleven points. But I think ge- the general consensus is normally you know you want to be hitting 15, 10, 10 to fifteen points minimum above the average in order to actually have had a good week. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think. I think Salah was was pretty much everyone's. Um, if you had a good week, generally you seem to own Salah. Uh, he was a real difference maker in that respect. Um, you three own Salah, don't you? We yeah. do, yes. No, I we don't. All, so there you go. There's proof do. in the pudding. <laughs> and I think it was a good week for defenses because um, I mean I've got um, I had Cancelo, Trent, and Christiansen and Sanchez all um, giving me the um, six points each there. So. Yeah, I mean, in terms of um, in terms of FPR, I think it was generally a, a decent week for the man on team. I mean, yes, Mr. Average, but you know, it could, it could have been worse, I guess. Mm. On, on on paper, 
like my like, I was really optimistic about last week when I saw my team. You're like, optimistic every week. <laughs> no, I don't think I am. I sometimes yeah, yeah. say I'm not. I've I've often said I'm not confident of, but. Like when I looked at my team, you know, Malpai against Norwich. We I can't remember who Chelsea played, but Brentford. Yeah, you know, I thought Lukaku would do something. The only one shout I made was instead of Salah, I bought in Kevin De Bruyne, and and he did score and I, and I think assisted. So he got me twenty two points as captain because he got three bonus as well. So you know, not terribly. But I think Salah got twenty eight points, didn't he? 26. 26. 26. So I was only four points behind you in terms of Salah captain. It's just everyone else pissed up. <laughs> Make you feel better, Darren. I got my score with 10 men as well because I had four people not turn up, <laughs> which was quite random. Yeah, no. I'm with no, you it didn't I, had, feel I had Diaz great. off the bench. Did you? Did any of you get Diaz off the bench for a one-pointer? Yeah, I got I Diaz did. off the bench for a one-point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he blocked Mankio as well, who got four. So it would have been a little... Uh, yeah. Well, well, well. There, we go. there he is. He's had his rest now, so he'll he'll start the next 10, 15 games, I expect. Mm, I hope so. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he, he he did start something like about 36 games last season. I'll double check that now. But um, yeah, I mean, I think on, on the whole, he has, yeah, he generally, you know, he does, he will play the majority of the games. Won't he? So it's just it's a shame we weren't live on Monday for Edward's goal against Arsenal. That's all I can say. That was. Uh, Highlight of my week, highlight of my season so far. I think that Edward goal. Oh, but. look at you celebrating goals from other teams. Oh, I support twenty teams. What's your name, Gianni? Get out! <laughs> well, he's in my FPL team. Not yeah, quite like well, Edward. I mean, you would you would have seen um you would have seen me obviously celebrate. I guess is the right word. Yeah, celebrate the last minute um equaliser. I mean, I would to be fair, I would have been celebrating it simply because we didn't really deserve it. Um, we didn't play very well. Um. Crystal Palace. I mean, Crystal Palace didn't actually do that much. You know, it, it just it, it was a fairly equal game. And you know, when you're when you've got aspirations of sort of finishing fifth, sixth in the table, and you're playing someone that you think are probably going to finish somewhere between ninth and fourteenth, you you know, you you expect to be visibly the better team for the majority of the game. And Arsenal weren't just weren't at the races. Fair. Should we see how we did in Sky and then do some questions? Go on then. Go on then. Right. Darren, obviously, you're going to need to read out the scores yeah, for the audio. He's no. rapidly becoming my favourite part of the podcast. He's rapidly end. becoming my worst, Craig. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Sorry, um, Darren, after you read out the scores, could you read out the ranks as well, please? No. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I scored 60. I don't even know if X61 was an okay score or if it was terrible, actually. I mean, you scored 62. Uh, <laughs> I think it was on the lower side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of people in the sort of the mid 70s. Right. Okay. To, to, to sort of early 90s was about, if there right. is an average, about something that's a, like that. So that's, that's my score was a, was a good score. So Darren's 61. Say, Thomas scored at 62. Uh, Martin's goal. Oh, no, actually, here you go. Craig scored 81. Martin scored 99. He was so close to the ton. Yeah. Antonio's 1.0. That's who I'm blaming. Uh, and really good for not turning up. <laughs> yeah, not turning up. Day off for him. Day off. Uh, ranks. Um, my rank is rank. So my rank is oh, I'm 33k at the moment. That's probably one of the lowest I've ever been in Sky. Actually, that needs improving. Let's sort that out. Uh, Thomas is ranked 5,343. 
uh craig is 5946 and martin is up there within well, 1889th position not bad martin is uh is repping the man on team at the he shafted me though. He's put my te- my weaker team score up. If you'd have put my uh, oh yeah, that go on. Then uh, forgot about that. So, what was your other team on? Uh, about three thousand, I think. All right, okay. Yeah, but you want to make up your mind, Craig, because on your Skypod with Wannerid and Benno, you said the team with the most track of the higher amount of transfers left is in a better position. So I listened to your pod and I've displayed the team that you said was in a better position. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> We want our listeners to look like we're doing well. So we, what we should do is take the last number off of Darren's rank and then put my other team up. And then that's that, fine. <laughs> Pop the four off and I'm in 3,319. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Done. I'm all right with that. Better to the viewers, I think. They won't fucking know. They're not going to check. <laughs> um, but there's, just, there's not just, a lot in it though, in, in rank. Sorry, Tom, it's cut you yeah. off. No, no, I was going to talk about the same thing. It's really, really tight because the the rank between your two teams, Craig, uh, is you know it looks a lot worse than the act I thought. But uh, so it shows you how close it is. I mean, I mean, look, I'm like a hundred points behind. I'm ninety five points behind Craig and a hundred points behind uh, Thomas. That's a lot. Hundred yeah. points to make up. I think Gallagher getting man of the match boosted my rank. I think it was like two thousand three hundred and something until Gallagher got man of the match late. So. Even just that with him captain boosted me about three, four hundred places, I think. Very I know, tight. I'm, I'm hundred it's hundred and five behind Craig. Sorry, went the wrong way. <laughs> Math is not my strong point. And um, sorry, just for the benefit of audio, um Darren has made uh, thirty-five transfer oh hang on, this might be different. Yeah, but I'll is. read it out now and then you can you can um say what you need to say. Uh, uh Darren had 20, 35 transfers left, Martin has thirty-four. Uh, I have 37 and Craig has 36. However, despite the fact that it's a Thursday, Darren has already made some Sky transfers. Go for it, Darren. Uh, a, I mean, yeah. Av- <laughs> average. Uh, I had, uh, although I've bigged up Malpai for quite a while now, he didn't score against Norwich last week. He's against Man City this week and the fixtures for Brighton have slightly turned. So I'm not a fan of Malpai anymore. So I wanted him out. Lukaku, as we know, is injured. He's gone, and Saka was carrying a little knock. We don't know if he's playing, so I sacked him off as well. Sacked off Saka. Uh, in place comes Cancelo, De Bruyne, and Broja of Southampton. He's my little punt. I quite like uh, quite like that to pay off. I need it to really. <laughs> yeah, there's, I was listening to a Spaces earlier, and it was it was it was slightly silly. It was a slightly silly Spaces, but it was it was built on a half serious idea that Broja. Is a decent asset um, in FPL. It was an FPL chat thing applies for Sky. So cheap. And I just put it out there that I hadn't heard of this guy until last weekend. Like, have I missed something when he was being discussed? Because at no point have I seen him be mentioned as um, a possible replacement in the starting 11 to like Ings and Adams. I've not heard him mentioned in terms of. Um, uh, like budget option strikers when we were discussing or when people have been discussing Huang and stuff like that. He did mm-hmm. just pop um, up. Yeah. I, I feel think... like, was his debut last week? Because I, I generally feel like I've, I've, I've missed this guy. I think last week was his first start. He's come off the bench a few times and yeah. apparently Southampton fans have been calling for a start for a while because he's looked good off the bench. And he, um, he's been Armstrong or? Yeah, well, he's been with Armstrong. Armstrong. I don't know. I just know that they've been calling for him to be in the team. Uh, he's only 20 years old. 
So he, he's got his first start, got his first goal. He scored a couple of goals for Albania in the international break as well. So there's just generally a little bit of a buzz about him at the moment. You know, he's a young player. Uh, hopefully like he does well form. this week against Burnley. That's all I can hope for. Uh, now I've bought him in. Otherwise, it'll be another one gone. Um, I'm doing much better this year in terms of transfers, though, at this point. I think I had less than that last time. I don't Are know. you sure? <laughs> yeah, Christ, yeah. I think I burnt through transfers quite quickly last year, definitely. Okay, so we've had eight game weeks and you've just made... Okay, so you're down to 32 transfers. Okay, fair enough. It's okay, one a week. One a week's okay. That's what he's going to be averaging, isn't it? Well, mm. eight game weeks, eight gone. That's one a week. Yeah, I, I think, I think yeah. The, the transfers you've made make sense as well, apart from you should have waited to see if Saka was minutes tomorrow because you're going to miss any points that he does get. Yeah, Thomas um, mentioned that earlier to me. But yeah, I probably I should mean, have done. I think he has, he, he's been pictured in training, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean it doesn't mean fair, he's going to start, but I didn't take. Yeah, be. I don't know. I didn't take him out thinking he won't play. I knew he was slightly flagged, but there was probably a chance he'd play. I just took him out because I needed to get someone else out, and I wanted that's the transfers I wanted to make. But you're right. I should have just waited, in fairness, until to see if he and get his points first. That's a stupid mm. move. Uh, it's one part of that game I need to get better at. Um, it's okay, we'll, we'll we'll keep reminding you and. Coach I think me. hopefully bringing it to the yeah bringing it to the table and you know it will help other people maybe not make the same mistakes so fingers That's crossed you, you give him back to the community what fantastic um <laughs> our, our our community talking points this week i think number one was um about premium strikers which is why i've dis- decided not to bother going with it because we've got a whole thing on lukaku anyway so there's no point in reading that question because we're actually going to do a piece on it after anyhow. So question number two uh, was one I think that you posted up about, uh, yeah, Thomas. And it was Paul Skull oh, posting yeah, a question on Instagram after Chelsea's yeah. victory over Brentford. And is if your goalkeeper is man of the match, has your team defended well? It's kind of a good question, actually. You know, I don't mm. think that Paul Skulls was that interesting to ask such a good yeah. question. <laughs> um, honestly, I'd probably say no. If your if your keepers had to make so many saves, he's man of the match. Then the defense haven't really done their job that well in shutting down their strikers and letting not letting them get their shots away. Depends how you look at it, doesn't it? He, like I, I I always argue that the goalkeeper is part of your defense, and there's nothing wrong with your goalkeeper having a good game. Like you know, for the team, and I think generally speaking, you you can't win a league title without a decent goalkeeper. True. So it's it's fair enough that you know. Your goalkeeper is going to have a good game, uh, and he's going to get win you some points through the season. So, so I, I would just say, well, your goalkeeper is part of your defence, and if he has a good game, then that's no different to you know a centre back having a having a world class. He is part of the defence. I think um, there's there's different things that you can highlight. Really, I think um, so. For example, if a team maybe wins two nil, and uh, there's no sort of standout attacking performances, maybe both the goals and both the assists kind of come from different players or maybe, I don't know, maybe one of them was a penalty, one was an own goal or something like that. Um, then you can look to up, you can look for other things and, and inspiration and you can, you know, goalkeepers can be inspiring and they can inspire the defence. Um, you know, it could simply be corners into the box and, and you know, um, catching. But I think Mendy's performance in particular um Brentford had a lot of shots on target and he actually made a lot of saves. Yeah. So I think <laughs> he got smashed. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think maybe if if there's there's generally in, in the instance that, that Martin's kind of sounded sounding like he's speaking about, but I think when it's 
if you didn't know that two teams, one was Brentford and one was Chelsea, and you sort of saw a team won one nil, and the the team that won their goalkeeper made, I don't know what it was, uh, six um, saves or something like that. Yeah, you would sort of praise him, but I think it's it's fair to question the defence, but then have the defence play well? Did Chelsea's defence play well? Yeah. How far back does it go? Do you do you do you say maybe it's the midfield that didn't play so well because they didn't protect the defence well enough and they left the defence exposed, well, maybe? Yeah, fair point. My take on this one is I thought Brentford's all their chances pretty much came in a 15-minute spell. So in this instance, Chelsea probably did defend quite well for 75 minutes of the 90, and then for 15 minutes they turned off. Well, it's not even switched off. A few second balls fall in certain positions, and that doesn't mean their defense is not doing well. I actually strangely think Mendy's performances are being a bit overrated. If I'm being honest, there's an overhead kick that pretty much went straight down the middle that he pushed over. There was a, a sort of Peter Schmeichel type save where he come flying out and spread himself. Mm. I think you expect goalkeepers to make that. I know not all yeah. goalkeepers do. And there's one that hit him like directly in the face where he kind of made himself big as well, wasn't there? So I, I don't think any of the outs, the saves individually were outstanding. Like the overhead kick ones being like highly rated, but he was straight at. Him. Um, I think it was. I don't think it was more point of like you made a dive. I think it was the fact that reactions for that one. I think mean, it literally was a bullet very quickly. I mean, I, I, I guess it's about being alert, isn't it? Yeah, and it's about not a world being in the right place at the right time. It's a very, it's a, it's a good save. It's right, it's very close to him. It's, it goes like a rocket. It's a very reactionary save. So I can understand why people say, I wouldn't say, yeah, it's a world class save, but it was good. I, I just look at him individually and think I expect you to make that save, but maybe his positioning was so good that it made the save look simpler than maybe what it was. I don't know. It's, it's possible that, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't know if he was the right man of the match. FPL didn't give him man of the match, did they, for all these wonderful saves? So, uh, you only get one bonus, I think, than him Mendy in that game. I think one of the Trelobar or Sar got more bonus points, I think, than him in that game. It was very much a TV game man of the match, wasn't it? It wasn't on TV. Would have got man of the match if like, it hadn't been the commentators giving it out? True. I don't know, maybe, but it felt like it was a TV man of the match, I would say. Nice. Yeah, no, and the thing is... On, on the one hand, you could say from an FPL point, of view, FPL point of view, who cares? And from a general football fan point of view, who cares? But obviously, it is worth kind of taking note of that sort of thing um, in terms of Sky, because in Sky, your FPL, your sorry, your captain um, gets double points. So um, it is worth noting who might be a popular pick. And I think sometimes um, players... Um, there's, there gets a bit of momentum behind them. I mean, I don't. I, I, it doesn't really happen that much with a goalkeeper, apart from Martinez. Actually, I think it probably happened with him a bit last season. He was, you know, every, everyone kind of fell in love with Martinez for for a large part of the season. Um, so it's just, I think it's something to keep an eye on. If Chelsea go and uh, win against Norwich, but they, you know, for some reason they don't manage to um, score more than one or two, Mendy might might become man of the match again and then something to to really consider in Sky if you've got a goalkeeper that's going to gonna, gonna um, be a popular pick for fair, man of the match. Fair points, guys. Fair points. Okay, Martin, did you want to jump into what we should do with Lukaku before we do our FPL Sky questions? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, obviously I'll put this visual together, which is coming up uh, coming come up, up very right shortly. Now. I need to get rid of that. I've had a bit um, of here, guys. Yay! Yeah, so it's it's just it's just something for us all to discuss, really. Um, I mean, I I I know what I'm going to do, and the other options I know you guys are thinking about. So, 
just to give some just to give a few sort of a few numbers and a few things to think about sort of direct replacements um Ronaldo obviously talismanic figure for Man United he's an option 38% owned uh xg per 90 is 0.87 expected assists is basically zero um and he's getting off close to five shots per game um Kane is probably the differential shout uh still only 5.5% owned um I think well you know according to the FPL ticker is next three fixtures are red I don't necessarily um agree with that I think I he, can, that. he can or in all of those games don't see why not um but yeah 5.5% owned so Kane is a as a differential I mean it's nice to have a player that that quality is a differential really isn't it um but yeah his xg and uh expects his assists etc much lower than we're used to seeing from him at the moment but the point is that you get on these players at the right time right it's not all about jumping on a on a bandwagon um so i think i think kane is a is a fine replacement um i think restructuring your team to get son as well is, is equally a good shout but we're looking at direct striker replacements um shots per 90 for kane at the moment is 2.77 um, then we got Vardy, so more of a form player. Um, so his next four, Brentford away, Arsenal home, Leeds away, Chelsea home. Um, those next three in particular, um, pretty, pretty good, I think. I think Arsenal and Arsenal and Leeds have got potential to be quite open games that would suit him, I think. Um, does, he and have, then Brentford, does he have a habit of scoring against them, or am I baking that up? No, he does. He, he does, does, yeah. yeah. Ever, ever since he turned down a move to them, he seems to score against them every time, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm yep. um, so, so, yeah, he's got that in his favour. Um, 20% ownership at the moment, or 20, well, 21 just about. His XG per 90 is actually only 0.51, so he's overperforming on XG, but, you know, it's Jamie Vardy. Um, you know, he's a quality finisher, so not too worried about that. Um, shots per 90, close to three a game. Um, and then Antonio, I've thrown Antonio in here because I think this is what I'm going to do um, because well, obviously I don't own him at the moment, so I'm thinking about transferring him in. But um, for me, the 45.5% ownership, I think for me, um, Antonio is like the big threat to my rank. And I think if you don't own him, um, there'll be lots of people in that position. So 45.5% owned. I think it's, it's quite a stressful experience for me when Antonio plays. Um, so I think I'm just going to save myself that that worry for, for the next few weeks at least. Um XG per 90, 0.83, expected assists, 0.32, shots per 90, uh, four and a half a game, um, rested in the Europa League tonight. So I think because I've got, I've got uh, what, Edward, um, I've got Ramsdale, I've got Mount, I've got Watkins, um, and even Aspilicueta, all under 10% owned. Nice. So I feel like I've got enough differentials in my team. Um, so Antonio's ownership, I'm just going to be a bit boring and try and protect myself a bit. So that's who I'm going to go to for a few weeks. Um, and then the case for keeping Lukaku. So we made the graphic before sort of news came out today that, you know, even in his scan, um, his ankle was still too swollen to make a proper assessment of it. So it does sound like he is going to miss more than a week. Um, but threw him in just in case there was a chance that he only missed a week and maybe you could ride it. He's then got Newcastle away um, and Burnley home less away. So still would have been good fixtures if you could have ridden it for a week. But it does sound like he's going to be out longer now, to be fair. Um, so I'm going Antonio to sort of protect my rank um, a bit because I feel like I've got enough differentials elsewhere. Um, so what are you guys thinking of doing? Well, I'm uh, rolling, 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 rolling. But I'm also... Can I ask, as someone who's rolling and yeah. someone who's sure that they're rolling, yeah. um, do you plan on then getting rid of him next week? Because as Martin's just pointed out, it does sound like it's not a one-week injury. Yeah. Um, so so are that... you simply rolling 
just to not take a minus four because you'd have to, you know, take a second player out to get whoever it is you want. Like, do you plan on getting rid of him next week? Because my guess is as soon as it's confirmed he isn't playing for a second week, his value will, I mean, he'll only go down by 0.1, but I'm sure he'll probably go down because he's a very expensive player to have. So what are your thoughts moving forward? Given I... Yeah, so I was going to roll. Given the fact that he could well miss Norwich and the Newcastle game, it makes it slightly harder to roll. And I'm now considering <coughs> not holding him. But I, the thing is with that is I don't know who I'd get in. And I, and I kind of feel... Eh? You know how much you paid for him? Because he obviously started 11.5. He's 11.7 now. And I, he's I, destined I, to go I, down. I, so any price drop's going to cost you the point one gain if you paid it 11.5. Yeah. I imagine I would have paid the 11.5 for him. I got him in a couple of game weeks back. So yeah, they've won one price drop and you've done yourself out of 0.1. I know it's only 0.1, but some play, some transfers you get, you something. get a little I mean, bit. So if I was to do it, I'd probably look at getting rid of him. And I don't want to get rid of any of my midfielders, really, apart from maybe Saka. So I'd consider getting rid of those two and then getting in maybe a premium mid, like Son or something. And then... Yeah, Can I please point out the fact that you don't have the most informed player in the league still in your team, in Mohamed Salah? Yeah, I get that. But if I take Lukaku and Saka out and put in... Uh, see, I did this earlier to, to try it. Mm. I don't have much for a striker. <laughs> uh, and it just looks pretty poor up top. Could, I mean, you could mirror your Sky move. You could bring in that uh, Broja or whatever his name is. Is he like five, five, five? Yeah, like five, it's it's a, it's a possibility. But then my front line looks like Tony Malpai and him, and that just looks really. Fucking, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks really weak. Yeah. Um. Fair so I think if I was going to do it, what I did earlier was I took out Lukaku and Saka and put in Vardy and I can't remember who. Um. But given the fact that the news came out, because I thought that Saka, uh, Saka, I thought that Lukaku might might play but then obviously that news the last i don't know wasn't that long ago came out and said you know he definitely will miss a few weeks that to me is now a bit of a problem so i think i will be making a move i was going to roll but i just don't think i can afford to uh failing that i think i I think you could roll this week but i just think you're going to end up getting rid of him the following week um yeah yeah because you can't hold him for more than what surely you wouldn't want to hold him no, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather get price. rid and bring him back in. The only other thing is, is if I do actually my first minus eight of the season, I haven't done one of them yet, and get rid of uh, uh, Luke Shaw as well, who I'm sick of, and getting a Man City defender that I'm lacking. That's the only other thing I could do. Um, I got options. What about you, what about you Craig? Because you got, you've got him as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty certain I'm taking him down to Tony this week. I was planning to do Armstrong to Tony soon anyway. So if I do Lukaku to Tony now, I'll have 6.5 in the bank. And that gives me another week to see if Armstrong plays. If Armstrong doesn't play, then I've got 6.5 next week to upgrade him to someone else. Another week of seeing Harry Kane, for example, because I'm reluctant to go straight to him yet after one good game against Newcastle. I don't think that's enough to... We've obviously seen Ronaldo have one good game against Newcastle and do nothing afterwards. And would, would Kane be in that bracket? So... I'm pretty certain I'm going down to Tony and that 6.5 then gives me the chance to upgrade Armstrong next week or upgrade a midfielder. So at the moment I've got Yotta and I've got Saar who both could be upgraded. I possibly could upgrade this week for a minus four to Havertz from one of them or I could go to um, Sun for one of them. But again, 
Um, Son, a bit like Kane, I think I want to see one more game from Tottenham's attack before I go jumping into that like, straight away. Um, Havertz, he's, he's the one that is sent to me for a minus four, but I've got reservations about doing it. Um, Sorry, more... Craig, do you have three Chelsea, including Lukaku then? Yeah, I've got Lukaku and two defenders. So you'd, so you'd have to take out, you'd have to do two transfers. Yeah, so Lukaku that would be a minus four? Yeah, minus four, Lukaku to Tony and oh. probably Saar to, um, I'd probably do Saar to, to Havertz as a minus four probably and still have like five minutes in the bank for, for future moves. I'm, I'm very anti-Ronaldo. I've just got some numbers to share here, Ronaldo, since... <laughs> So game, week, game, game week three to five, he had 12 shots in the box, eight shots on target, five big chances. Uh, game week six to eight, that's down to four shots in the box from 12, one shot on target from seven and no big chances. The drop-off the last three game weeks is ridiculously bad. I think it, I think it dates back to that game week five game with, um, with West Ham. I don't know if you remember a moment where he was sort of in the box down the left-hand side. If he just squared it to Greenwood, he had a tap-in. And he tried to jink back inside and, he, and the chance was wasted. And in three game weeks three to five, Greenwood wasn't actually shooting very much. But six to eight, his shooting numbers have gone through the roof. There's, there's clearly something's gone on at Man United where Greenwood now has started shooting for fun. And that's obviously stopping Ronaldo getting the same service he was getting before. So until that we get evidence that that's been corrected, then there's no way I'm getting Ronaldo in. And, and their fixtures obviously aren't very good either. Excuse my cat in the background who's decided he's going to have the time this moment to have a scratch on his scratching post. But um, So yeah, Ronaldo's a no. Vardy is just someone that I can't trust again in FPL. Wherever I own him, he does nothing. And whenever I don't own him, he scores. And I've just learned from your lessons. I'm not going near him again. So I, I've not got no interest in him. And then Havert, say Havertz is the, the more interesting one for minus four. But I don't really know how Chelsea are going to play now because if they play... Ziyech and Mount, for example, behind Havertz. Is it free? And is that going to help them against a deep block and things like that? I don't quite know if the team's going to be set. Obviously, lately they've tried to use Lukaku as more of a sort of a target man and have and have Werner running off him. I don't know mm. how they're going to do it now. They've literally got no pace up in attack if they play Havertz as the false nine. So uh, it, on paper, it seems like a great fixture for Chelsea. There's an obvious midfielder playing centre forward, but I'm not convinced he's going to work, if I'm being honest. Got... Has, has Havertz played false nine for Chelsea before? Because I can't really remember. I sort of remember him playing maybe like a 10 behind, like very close to who would it, it would have been he's Werner played or, or, or he's, played, he's played up top before. As on the Lampard? Do they, I don't, know if I, I don't remember that personally. Pretty sure um, he has. Pretty sure he's played striker. He's definitely done it. He's definitely done it for. He's definitely done it for Leverkusen at least, and done it very well. So it's definitely something he can do. Yeah, it's uh, more fair enough. I mean, four, by the way, say again. I just took a minus four. Oh, you... <laughs> so you just did. Just... Oh my god, you just did your transfers. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, well, I mean, Havertz will be playing against the Norwich defence, who um, is pretty shite, and. <laughs> A Don't Newcastle defence. Uh, if he's certainly played the next two, so I guess... I, I don't question him so much. I, I question the way Chelsea are going to play. Su- are they gonna supply. Because yeah. I think they've just, been, they've just been bad lately, I think, for supplying chances to their attacking players, Chelsea. I don't quite see why it changes with Havertz up front. It's the same sort of players around. There. Maybe Mount could be a bit more of an assistance. I think Chelsea have struggled with that sort of a more creative central midfielder uh, in the team. They've been playing at a flat what? three. So who do we think, if Havertz moves to up top, who do we think plays in midfield instead of Havertz? Is that Pulisic or... Uh, actually, yeah, like what I heard it was be would be Havertz up top and they would actually play two cams behind him, which would be um, Hudson-Odoi and Mount 
it's back to the 3-4-2-1 that was good before, but they've obviously reverted to the 3-5-2 more lately to play the two up front. It hasn't really been, it's not been working for Lukaku's benefit anyway. Um, this 3-4-2-1 is better. I think Lukaku would score a lot more if he was the one up front in that formation. But um, will they go 3-5-2 again with Mount off of Werner or uh, Mount off of Havertz? Or, or I think Hudson-Odoi probably plays because I'll need someone with some pace, I think. Yeah, so, I, I think Hudson-Odoi I think he'll play because Pulisic is still not available either, is he? So, yeah, Hudson-Odoi's no. got to play. So if you what think hudson and Mount can supply a Havertz, then I'm not sure. I think you have to capture If you're taking a minus four for Havertz, I feel like you have to captain him as well to justify it. Darren? <laughs> no, I haven't got Havertz in. I've already I've already got Mount. I don't want to double up in the midfield with Chelsea. So, okay, so who what on earth have you just done to take a minus four? Like, uh, I took out Lukaku two? and Shaw and I put in Cancelo and Vardy. I went I've gone Vardy. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's that's fair good, enough. Good couple of moves. Yeah, that's what I thought. What are you no, doing? No criticism. So I'm going down I, to Tony. Martin's thinking I, about going to Antonio and Darren's already gone yeah. to Vardy. That leaves Harry Kane from the list. Undecide, yeah, I, I, I don't feel too comfortable with Harry Kane at the moment. Like what, like what you said, I, I want to see a little bit more. Um, echoing again what you said, though, I do believe, excuse me, that he could potentially score in any game. And, and I don't go by the, the um, FPL fixture ticker in terms of his next three games being awful. No. Um, I have no doubt that he could score against the likes of, uh, isn't it, West Ham and... West Ham United and Everton. May United, yeah. West Ham United um, Everton. Yeah, I mean, Easy. Everton, seriously? Yeah, um, they're, they're the shit as, as it is. Yeah, I mean, he isn't in form, you know, we, that you can't ignore that. And, I mean, he, he's been rested today, you know, he's not even part of the matchday squad, so I don't know if he's um, had to go to the game or anything. But, yeah, I mean, he's effectively, he has had the night off. Um I mean, so, they lost. <laughs> I mean, they did. Yeah, no, they did. They did. They did. Um, but, you know, he's going to be playing against a West Ham defence that has played tonight, for example. So I I wouldn't criticise anyone for bringing in Kane, but I feel like Vardy is the one out of all of them that I would want um, because I feel like Vardy is very similar to Kane in that he's fixture-proof. Um, I hate the fact that he has such a good record against Arsenal, but, I, you know, he does. And it would be silly to ignore that. Um, I've got it in the back of my mind that obviously Daka scored four goals um, yesterday. Um, and I think I think Vardy didn't play at all in that game. I don't think they brought him on. No. So, you know, he's been well rested. Um, Ian Acho is also there and he is a good player when he plays. Um Edelman went off as well yesterday. I don't know how serious it was, but he didn't get through. He got substituted with an injury. I don't know. One, I don't know how vital he is to how well they've been playing from an attacking perspective. And I mean, two, I don't know if he's fit for the weekend or not. He's slightly flagged. It was a slight muscle uh, thing. I th- I think he'll be okay, but yeah, I, I mean, I can't be one hundred percent. He he didn't. He's bare. He was barely limping. He I mean, he walked off the pitch. He was barely limping. He was just shaking his head and saying it doesn't feel right. So I think it was precautionary. He didn't he didn't even walk down a tunnel or anything. He went straight down and sat down. So I'd say it's not yeah, terrible. I mean, okay. Leicester's fixtures are decent. Vardy is still, in my opinion, one of the best strikers in the league. No one's mentioned Aubameyang. You know, I'm, I, I, Arsenal aren't great from an attacking point of view, um, but their fixtures aren't too bad. They've got Aston Villa on tomorrow. They've got the Leicester game and then they've got Watford. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a little bit reluctant to do almost what Craig's doing in that 
downgrading and having the money sitting there because you know I, I'd be tempted to possibly spend it elsewhere. I, a part of me is thinking of going for a top end striker like Avardi just to keep that chunk of money there so I don't go threatening it away because I might want Lukaku back. I have been disappointed with, since owning him. I'm not going to lie. I, I yeah. did predict that he would be the leading goal scorer um, in terms of actual goals this season, not FPL points, but certainly goal scorer. And yeah, I've been disappointed. Um, another, think, uh, player, another player to consider is, sorry, I just going to say, is, is Jimenez. No one's really mentioning Jimenez and Wolves' yeah. fixtures aren't too bad. Um, but, you know, if I was going to, if I was going to go for, if I do go for one, I think it will be Vardy. Um just kind of stick with the pack a little bit there because he's he's quite highly owned now. I think. I think there'll be a lot of hits this week as well. So if you can just move, make the one move and keep just mm. use free transfer, I think you probably gain yourself a couple of thousand places just by not taking the hit. Yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing with me as well. So if I just if I just get Antonio in for now because I want to go to Kane in game week twelve. Um, mm. So I think that's another argument for Kane as well, really, because he's say he's only five point five percent owned at the moment. Say if say if Ronaldo obviously Lukaku's injured. Say if Ronaldo blanks again this week and Kane does do something, people are going to be looking at making that move early. I think mm. easily get a couple of price rises out of Kane between now and game week twelve. So you could either gain from that, or you could it could leave you in a position where it's going to be really difficult to get him in for that incredible run that they've got coming up. Mm. Or you might be shit and you might think, well, it doesn't matter how good they're fixed. Our Tottenham are just crap, so I won't worry about it. Or I'll just get Son. Um, but so it is he, something with the low ownership means he's less he can't do much damage either. He can, you can afford to wait the extra one or two weeks because if he does do something, yeah, exactly. That's exactly why I've gone for Antonio because yeah, it means it means I'm not taking a hit this week, and it means I'm getting someone in who is apart apart from Brighton defence. Antonio is the main threat to my rank, so I'm just going to ride him now until game week twelve, and then I'll assess whether I get Kane in for. Uh, when Tottenham's been really so good. out of interest, what would you guys look at as more? What, what would you look at as more of a um, like a priority? Kane, uh, Kane, um, getting Lukaku out or getting Havertz in? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I think uh, the problem with Havertz, I think he's always going to be a. Two, obviously, we don't know quite how long those two strikers are out for yet, Lukaku and Werner. But as soon as one comes back, he's places under threat again. I would expect it to be like two or three weeks. So you're getting someone as a two, three week punt with good games, admittedly. But then you're looking at taking him out at the same time you want to get a cane in, for example. And you, you, it feels like you're lining yourself up for a hit down the line. And in, say in my case, it's a hit to get him in this week. Mm. And then more than likely a hit to get him out probably in about three weeks again. I don't know if getting him in is going to justify eight points is the kind of the way I'm looking at it. So I think you'd have to captain him this week to part justify it. Mm. And maybe it's a good captain this week. There's not a lot of captains around, is there? I want to talk, maybe have a little chat in a minute about who's is anyone going against Salah. Obviously, Darren is. But I feel like I want to captain someone else this week. And that's what's tempted me to maybe go to Havertz, just because I want to captain someone else. And I'm short in my current team. I've got Antonio. He could score against Tottenham. He's not the worst captain in the world. But I've, there's no one really jumping out to me in my team that I want to captain them. It's a Man City player I think I really want to captain. But apart from Cancelo, I haven't got one. If they've put, I think, 13 goals past Brighton the last four times they've played him away. I think there's been a 5-1 or 4-0 and there was a 3-2 last year and that was when Cancelo got sent off after about 10 minutes. So he still managed to score two. I feel like... Would you not captain him? Cancelo. I don't... I'm, yeah. I'm not convinced I completely fancy him for the clean sheet. I don't know why I think Brighton might nick one. And obviously, if you captain a defender and they don't keep a clean sheet, then whatever they do attacking-wise, you're not going to get a big haul, are you? Yeah, that's true. 
I'd, I'd like to captain Gundogan. He's a really rogue, really rogue captain, but one, I want to get him in and two, I want to captain him. I, I really think he's going to do well this weekend, but I don't think I can find a way to justify getting him in for a hit when he's not guaranteed to play. No, I was going to say, he's not started the last two games. He was injured, then he came on for half an hour, obviously in, in the European game. So I, th- I think he'll start this weekend. But I can't get to him, unfortunately, uh, this week, I don't think, because so I think you have to get Lukaku out. I don't see how you can sit there with that prior striker on your bench where you, you know he's not playing for like three weeks. One, I think so you can get away with. Who's everyone's captains this week then? Uh, De Bruyne. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go Salah again. I know you were talking, Thomas, about Vardy always scoring against Arsenal. If you look through Salah's numbers against Man United, they're not exactly very good. So you've obviously got to work both ways. If you're going to bring someone in because their record against someone, you should equally think I shouldn't captain someone because their record as well. My, my problem is because my rank's like obviously quite good at the minute. I'm going to be captaining Salah just to not lose ground. I really hate captaining players for, for that reason. But it feels like a rank protector to captain him this week, even though I don't actually fancy him to do very well. If, if yeah. I had a valid alternative, I think if I had a De Bruyne, I would do it. But, but then I understand what you're saying about a rank protection, but realistically, do you do you envisage him going crazy against Man United? Because surely if you captained um, uh, Tony, I think you said you got Tony, and he scored... Oh, you haven't got him. Okay. If you captained whoever, one of your players, I don't know, and he doesn't return, so you get two points, and Salah scores maybe an eight-pointer or something like that, Yes, you're going to lose a bit of ground, but it's not the it, it, for a, for a, I would have said this is a week where you could go for captain in I don't know a Rudiger against Norwich because you're convinced that Chelsea will keep a clean sheet or percentage wise more so that they'll keep a clean sheet rather than than Salah. Salah I think the way Salah's going at the minute, he's going to be captain by about fifty percent of the game pretty much every week at the moment. And if there's a week to go against him, it feels like it might be this one big game. Yeah. Um, I say his record against Man United isn't the best either. But next week, home to Brighton, I'm not going to go against him that week when everyone's captained him. But 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 this week feels like I think we've said before. There's weeks to take chances with captains, and there's weeks not to. This feels like yeah. there's more scope to do it this week. But I say yeah. I haven't got the alternative player. I don't think which is the the bigger problem. I, well, I don't think you get one on one attacking return is what I think. I would have. I mean, I think a lot of people. I was going to say a lot of people did have the the attacking the the alternative. Sorry. In, in Lukaku, but... Yeah, now that's gone. It's just going to push more people to Salah. And it just seems like, it seems like a risk I don't need to take. Like, you know, because I was sort of half-joking, said, well, I could captain Edward at home to Newcastle. Like, it's a good game, it's a good differential. But, you know, the thing is, even, even if I don't captain Edward, if, if Edward does well, then that's going to that's gonna boost my rank, regardless of whether he's captain or not, because um, he's so he's, low-owned. What's but, his ownership, um, do you know? Uh, it's like two and a half percent. I think it might might oh, have wow, gone up yeah. a bit, but because he's got Newcastle at home and scored, I don't know. But um, but it's so low that it will boost my rank whether I captain him or not. On the flip side, if I captain him and he blanks and then Salah does something, that's guaranteed to red arrow me. So you know, weighing it weighing it up, it just it doesn't seem worth the risk. And they say you know, Edward's not the only differential as well. It depends how template your team is really. But I'm 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 quite happy to do the safe captain when I've got the likes of Mount, Edward, Ramsdale, Aspilicueta, and Watkins kicking around. Havertz is the one, isn't he? I think if you've got Chilwell, I think he's a valid captain now. I know there's obviously the risk he doesn't play, but I think they mentioned on um, Black Box last night that he never comes on if he doesn't start. So maybe you go him and then put Salah Vice or something and 
because I think they'll keep the clean sheet and he's obviously got scope for attacking returns. And as they have it, so I think centre forward midfielder playing up front against probably going to get 90 minutes against Norwich. That that's he that's the only thing that's tempted me to go minus four. I don't want a captain Salah. And but I think I'm going to be backed into the corner of doing it because I haven't got anyone else, which is annoying. So Havertz, if I get the I might get the itch on Saturday morning, I think, to get Havertz in and see from there. I was just checking, there's no um you say that um Havertz will get the play the full 90, and I was just checking, there is no Champions League football in midweek. So um, you know, it's not that like they need to bring him off early or anything like that. Yeah, you should definitely get the the full 90 and Chelsea don't have another striker, do they? Batshuayi is out on bones, so realistically there would be no reason to take him off. You've got a fancy Havertz at home to Norwich more than Salah away to Man United, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. I, I would. Well, you've got a player yeah. with a track record of scoring lots and lots of goals and then a player that would, you know, has a track record of being brilliant one week and doing nothing the next. So I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a simple call the form Salah's in. I think, as things about, stand, I think it's about equal. I think the opponent levels it out for Havertz. I mean, as things stand, my captaincy is on Salah, my vice is on Cancelo, but I haven't um, made my uh, Lukaku out transfer yet. So it's my rank. If I if I had a rank of like five hundred thousand, I think I'd go for someone else. But say mm. I'm what am I like twenty three k or something? I don't think it's without a, a good alternative. It's risky. But yeah, I had to drop it in somewhere. <laughs> um, right, guys. Uh, let's jump into the question from everyone. Um, FPL first. Season keepers. Are we sleeping on um, Buemo a bit? Hit the woodwork six times so far this season, and the fixtures from game week ten are. There should be a fire emoji there. <laughs> that means our fire. Also, would you have the double up with Tony if you already owned the forward? Um, I mean, yes, maybe Buemo would be a shout, but. Yeah, he is just one of those guys who's hitting the post, though, isn't he? He's not actually getting loads and loads of uh, returns. And I certainly wouldn't have the double up if I had Tony, which I do have Tony. So, no. I think two of us, certainly myself and Martin, have Mbwemo anyway. Yeah. Craig, do you have him? No, I've got no Brentford at the minute. Ooh. Okay. So, in fact, you said you want to get in Tony. So, therefore, Darren and Craig are going to have Tony. Myself and Martin are going to have Mbwemo. And I don't think any of us have considered doubling up. Nah, not for um, me. It's not. I, 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 I'm someone that likes double ups, but I much prefer defensive double ups. I'm not so keen on attacking double ups unless it's Son and Kane, Kane together. together. Those two, those two are sort of um, my my risk with it together. But I was speaking to Libero, uh, guy I chat with quite a lot on Twitter, and he was saying he heard somewhere that. Brentford are quite keen to put Wissa, like start Wissa up front. Obviously, he's injured right now for a couple of weeks. But if that is the plan, and then Waymo's attacking returns aren't significant, how many more weeks will it be before maybe Wissa is first choice with Tony and Waymo's dropped? And obviously, you can still ride the wave for a few more weeks and you'll get returns out of him, hopefully. But that's a concern, I think, that you, you may be in a couple of weeks. Your 5.5 midfielder is you want to be transferring him out. So I think that's putting me off a little bit on Waymo. But I can see the reason if you're going to, if you're prepared to get rid of him in a couple of weeks, if that if that happens. Um, Sneaky inside and not. What's Wissa? He's also listed as a midfielder, by the way. <laughs> worth noting. Six million, isn't he? Five point nine or something. Five point nine, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me if something like that had happened. I think Thomas Frank's got a bit of form for it. Just when you think this lineup is nailed, he goes and changes things up. He did it in the championship, so it wouldn't surprise me. 
that that's why I prioritise Tony because I think he's the one that's definitely going to stay in the team. Oh yeah, he's yeah. But both I, I had I started the season with Ben Rama and Antonio and it went really well. <coughs> good points, so I wouldn't say don't do it because um, Brentford are playing like a mid-table team, aren't they? So it could work out. I wouldn't be I wouldn't tell anyone not to do it, but I wouldn't do it personally. Yeah, no, it's a no from me as well. That's fair. No from me. Um, Darren, sorry, before you read the next question, can I just quickly quickly read Mourinho's um, statement that he's made this evening after suffering his um, biggest ever defeat? Uh, yeah, of course you can. He has said, um, if I had any doubts and I didn't have much, we have a very good team. We don't have a very good squad. And today we played with the squad and we were punished by that. At least the positive thing from now on is that nobody will ask why I always use the same players. He's I've so, friends so with rude. people by Jose Mourinho again. I mean, I mean, you know, it's, the transfer window doesn't open again until January. Like, he's stuck with those players. Like, oh, this guy, he's just... It's that Luke Shaw kind of treatment, isn't it? Like, I mean, I know they lost... They got battered 6-1. Um, but, I mean, I just don't... I don't... I mean, I, I understand managers sort of you know, do the whole reverse psychology thing at times, but he's just something else. He really is. Anyway, Darren, go on, next question. <laughs> AD Tor has said, quite simply, is it time to bring Elise into FPL? It's funny you mentioned that. He has made it into one of my fan teams, actually, uh, the weekly one this week. Um, I've put him in thinking he'll do quite well. I think he'll start this week and I think he'll do quite well against Newcastle. So I bought him into my sort of weekly fan team one. Um, I think, you know, we, we know Elise from the, from Gaffer last year and, and, you know, we know he's a talent. Um, Martin should know him a lot better than most because <laughs> uh, he played for Reading. But for me, I, I Crystal Palace is playing a lot better, but I still don't see enough for me to want to bring him into sort of an FPL team or, uh, or Sky for a long term or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, I can understand for a differential. He's not bad. Now he's back from injury. I haven't got much else to add on him, really. Yeah, he's around, he's around that. He's the same price as Mbremo, isn't it? Well, actually, well, Mbremo's 5.6 now and Elise's 5.4. So if yeah. Mbremo did lose his place or ended up playing um, in a different position that wasn't so good, then, you know, an Mbremo to Elise switch in a couple of weeks, once you've seen Elise start a couple of games, wouldn't be the worst move in the world. He's a fantastic player. And it's one of the reasons that I put Edward in my wildcard team was, you know, Elise is back fit now and more involved in the team. And I thought, you know, a forward playing either playing through the middle of Zaha and Elise um, should score some goals. So I rate him very highly. So he has influenced what I've done, although I haven't brought him in directly. Um, so yeah, if you've got if you've got a player in that price point that's not doing it for you, and you've got you know um, a transfer free to use for it, then I wouldn't put you off at all. A decent yeah, point I mean, he... if you've got Decore and he's injured now. If you if you need that sideways move from Decore, he's, he's probably a decent punt for for that role. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he um, got um, 20 minutes against Arsenal. Uh, he scored seven points against Leicester as well. Um, so, yeah, I think he's kind of feeling his way in a little bit. Yeah. Did he pick up a small, a small injury? Because he, he didn't had a big, the he had a big injury. Did he? he didn't have a pre-season at all. This is why it's taken him some time to, to get uh, sort of into the team. Mm. Um, but so... he, he didn't feature against uh, Crystal Palace, did he? I mean, like, sorry, against Brighton. No. Uh, that's why I was just wondering if he if he had a knock there or something. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. He did he did have the big injury, didn't he? Yeah. Pal- he Palace... want... Sorry, go on, Martin. Um, yeah, I was say, once he's in the team, he will take set pieces as well. I know Conor Gallagher's been sort of Tommy, I'll take it for him so far. But, <laughs> Tommy, um... I'll take it. 
her, her, her Elise, Elise will probably take some set pieces away from Gallagher. Maybe not all of them, but I'd be surprised if he didn't take certainly the ones that are sort of more from a wide position. Yeah. And they've got some decent fixtures. Yeah, Palace, when they've got a full-strength team, they, you know, Edouard up front, they've got, you know, the Elise, Eze, Zaha. It ain't bad, is it? You know, they you know they need a couple more. They need a better defence is the thing, but they're, they're, they're building something a bit better. You just need to run in the team, don't you? So I think you've got to, he's, a, he's a good punt down the line for Embuemo or maybe an Everton mid, but I think it's probably a little bit punty now when you've got so many others in a similar price bracket that are a bit more proven than he is at the moment, I think. Very true. <coughs> Smith Rose cheaper. On <clears throat> on to our Sky questions. Oh, a bit weird. What happened there? Uh, FPL Buddy has asked Ben Rama and Gray replacements. He already has Saar. Why is he replacing Gray? I wonder. Gray's not injured, is he? No. Everton have got a few injuries, haven't they? That you know, they've got Rondon up. Rondom up front, and I'd rather have a condom up front, if I'm completely <laughs> honest. He's fucking useless. They've got Decore out, who's a pretty big player for them. Yeah. It's uh, it's a bit of a cobble. I'm sure Calvert Loom was supposed to come back, though. Yeah, like, he was meant to come back. Like, we, we, he was meant to be out for like, like two, two weeks, two, two, two yeah. games. He's been out for Didn't ages. He so injured, like, just before. Yeah. He, well, I'm sure D, Dominic Cavalier got injured just before the international break, and it was like, because I'm sure some people were even holding him over the international break because he was supposed to come back yeah. after that. And he's just not kind of ever come back with another international no, break. Really, really, really strange. I'll tell you what they could do. So like a creative attacking midfielder, a bit like James Rodriguez. Oh, no, that's right. They binned him <laughs> off. Fucking bellend. Well, I, I think he... No, I don't think his heart was in it, was it? Uh, he was He was just there for um, Ancelotti. So as soon as he know. went... I don't know. Um... No, in terms of Sky, I mean, obviously we don't know who else. Um, sorry, did, you did say Sky, didn't you? I'm imagining it. Or did you say Sky? Um, I've just yeah. had a thought. I think this might be a Sky question, and this one might have been an FPL question. Okay, all right. Well, in terms of FPL, I mean, that kind of we've just sort of spoken about other Elise yeah. options. I would have said that falls into that category. Yeah. Um, go on then, your Sky one. This is the Sky one. Sorry. Who is a better pick? Embuemo, hello, or Pinnock, or someone else? I'm looking at Saar or Gallagher and Regulon replacement. Can I? So I can only spend their price. Yeah, that makes the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, what you're looking at for Saar so taking Gallagher Saar and Regulon. Gallagher. Pinnock's definitely Pinnock's definitely worth it over Regulon. I think of the cheap defenders in Sky, I think Pinnock's probably the best one. Is that six point one or something? Okay. Yeah, I think he's yeah. the ultimate. But not obviously on Dallas levels from last year, but I think he's the ultimate enabling defender, I think, in Sky. If you he's looking, to, re- he's looking to replace Saar Gallagher. <laughs> Why? Surely they're pretty good holds within the Sky. Maybe not Saar. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah Gallagher is It could Gallagher's possibly a, good hold. a budget a budget thing. Um, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, Gallagher, I wouldn't... I've got Gallagher. I'm not looking to replace him. I mean, he's 7.3... Saar, I'm guessing, is probably a similar sort of price. So let's say of those two, I would replace Saar. I would keep Gallagher. I would definitely do Pinnock. So Regulon to Pinnock um, in, in that respect. I'm presuming Bremo is listed as a midfielder in Sky. Yeah, yeah. So the temptation is is obviously to to have him as he's uh, um, out of position. Um, but yeah, like Craig says, I think... 
Well, regular underpinnings could have free you up two million, I think, pr- pretty much. So he's got best part of ten million to spend on a on a SAR replacement. Um, yeah, but I'd, I'd probably go to like a Tillemans or something. I think he seems to be involved in quite a lot of things. If we if we're saying from yesterday, his injury is not too bad. I've got Tillemans in Sky. I haven't got rid of him. Yeah, Tillemans or Hoiberg, someone like that, maybe for Saar, and then keep the money back. But I, I definitely think regular. I think Pinnock's probably the best budget defender. I would say right now in uh, in Sky. No. Yeah, I've got I've got Ward Prowse, who's obviously going to be doing his suspension, and I've I've thought about um, moving him down to someone like a Pinnock. Actually, he's only got one game yeah. left. Ward Prowse is the only got a captain day just after. Yeah. Yeah, but because I've got the thirty-seven transfers, I was, I, I guess you, if it was, if I can find someone who I'm happy to hold for for a little while, then you know I'd consider it. Um, yeah, that war press red card was highly annoying. Yeah, I've your plans right up. Um, cool, and that, as they say, is that. Um, I didn't change it to squad question either, did I? Oh, I dropped the ball on that one. Fuck me. All right, let's have a quick around the. T- yeah, I was gonna say I've. It's nearly done. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna ask us for gaffer scores, aren't you? Yeah, um, get that shit ready. Right. Okay. So let's have a quick round of table on the gaffer scores because I forgot to say about them earlier. We should. I don't know if we should display a graphic like we do with FPL and Sky and that as well with the gaffer. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, that's on you, Martin. You know that. You know. <laughs> as long as you're happy to do that. I reckon I can squeeze it in. Good boy. Good boy. Especially that's if we shared that hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you want to share why you shared a hotel room, or are you just gonna? That's when we went to the planet. We FPL, when we went to the Planet FPL thing. Yeah, I I know that, but not everyone would do. Well, but, um, yeah. yeah, we had a lovely and, night and watching the Olympic skateboarding together, didn't we, Darren? <laughs> yeah, we did eat at a McDonald's at like two a.m. watching Olympic <laughs> skateboarding. We were experts in it within Thinking... five seconds. When he, when, he, when he did, when he fell off within five seconds, we went, well, that was... Oh, fucking like, idiot. Was it, what's he done that for? All he had to do was this and this. We've been watching it 10 seconds, and that's the that's the uh, scope of our entire life's experience, but we're pitching out advice. I went and bought a skateboard. Um, um, okay, so obviously there's no um, average um, that is shared, anyway, in Gaffer. Um, I am interested to know your scores, actually, because, yeah. Okay, so... Do you want to go? I'll go first. Go right to left. Yeah, oh, go on. yeah go I, I got sixty-three. Okay, I got eighty-three. Uh, I got eighty-seven this week. Or well, yeah, on yeah, this midweek. Yes. Oh, yeah. So midweek, yeah. Craig, go on, Craig. Thirteen, is it? Is that right? Thirteen. Yeah. yeah. I got seventy-five, and I forgot to change my team this week. I missed the deadline, and I got. Yeah, huh? No, the week yeah, gone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, week gone off. The week gone off. I forgot to change my team, and I got seventy-five. Oh, you! Oh, your midweek team. You didn't yeah. change the midweek one. To be oh, fair, sorry. my bench only got eight points combined, so my starting eleven actually didn't do too bad. I thought you. I thought you meant you haven't changed your team. You, you would change your team for this weekend. I was like, you still got time. Deadlines. Yeah, I've, got, I've got two free transfers as well now because obviously I didn't make any in this midweek round of games. But yeah, seventy-five for me. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, how are we doing for overall rank? Oh, poor. Uh, 1k yeah I'm on the climb I had a really dodgy spell where I made a made a hash of my um, away days um, part of the bus was pretty average um, and then I had a bit of a dodgy spell I had three green arrows now I'm up to 365 um, so heading in the right direction but not really where I want to be but 
It's been it's been all right though. It's just it's been the chips and the captain picks. My my like one to eleven has done pretty well. I've been pretty happy with it. It's just those the chips and the armband. You know when you have the captain and the vice, it's so big in gaffer. You have a few weeks where you get it wrong, it really punishes you. But yeah, heading back in the right direction anyway. Craig, I think I'm three, I'm looking now. I think I'm three eight six overall. Oh, that's what was you Martin three what say six five. Oh, okay. So you two are probably. Couple of points. Apart. How many points you got, there, uh, Martin? Uh, what have I got? Nine hundred and eighty-four. Yeah, you're four points ahead of me, then. Okay. Oh, oh wow, that's uh, quite. Yeah, very close. Um, nice. So I'm two two five. Nice. So I've got one thousand and nine points. So yeah. not too far away from Martin we, there. We must um, be really close to getting our next lot of boosts. Yeah, uh, game week 15, 15, I think. Is it? Yeah, yeah, next week. And we, so, this week's 14. Tomorrow's 14. Yeah. Or Saturday. I think we, yeah. So, do we get, let me think about this. Do we get them for midweek or do we get them off? Yeah, we must get them for midweek. So, basically, they're activated after, this after weekend. the weekend kickoff, I would have thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll have a little thing on there. We'll have a little chat about them next week on the pod. Yeah. Darren, don't do anything. Don't activate one until you've listened to Martin. <laughs> Please. Because <laughs> I'm going to listen to Martin. Um, yeah, so I'm sure have a look at pictures and stuff. Now might be a good time to mention Martin about um, your gaffer. Yeah, gaffer yeah. we've been going an hour and ten. So now would be a good time to say that. Yeah, sure. So um, in the next international break, um, I'm going to be joined by a couple of uh, Champman community big hitters um well the uh the thursday night commentary team in fact so i'm going to have andy fpl mode uh, and luke fpl irons um are going to join me uh, in the international break but primarily about gaffer um i'm sure we'll have a, a catch up and reminisce about champ man a bit as well primarily about gaffer because uh andy is actually third in the rankings at the moment um and uh and luke is uh i think he's i think he's about 50th um but the, well. the the team that he's joint managing with um, Rob uh, Pick. with sorry mate Rob Pick yes the team he's joint managing with Rob Pick um, who used to do the Champ Man um, lineup leaks um, is in second place so um, so at the moment uh, they're they're both doing really really well so yeah that will be on in the international break what's I... the t- do you know do you know the team that they're managing what it's called uh, yeah sure so it's the um, it's the fantasy football fix one. Well, they're actually top now. After, I was after... gonna say they're first, yeah, because yeah, I think so... they got signed up for well, certainly Luke got um, he represents fantasy football um, fix now, yeah. Um, so, sorry, yeah, they so obviously, yeah, they... They obviously climbed the place in the midweek games, so yeah, they are top now. Mm, they're killing it. I think I'm joining you on that one, aren't I, Martin? Yes, mate, you're more than welcome. You see, anybody's more than welcome oh. from the team. So, Craig, did you get an invite because I didn't get an invite? Well, Darren I invited himself. I don't think Martin invited me. <laughs> I think it was a general discussion. <laughs> I'll stick to the Sky stuff. I feel like I've got a bit more understanding of that than Gaffer. Gaffer, I'm kind of winging it a little bit first season. That's the thing. I'm not, and I'm shit. That's the problem. <laughs> like, I know these players. It's bloody stupid. I don't know if this podcast would work as well, Darren, if you started doing well. Though. It feels like it's it's nice that one of us is... Uh, well, next season we're going to focus on the games I'm good at, and then we're going to spin off FPL, Sky, and then we'll be all right. We could just get good at these ones. Listen to us three. You got half a chance. Then. That might help. That might help. 
Yeah, I think you should actually start listening back to the podcast because there's some great advice that's shared. Well, yeah, I'd like to think I'd like to think we've put some good advice out on this podcast. To the, the, the funniest part is actually sometimes you come up with some really good punts and stuff like that that you just don't necessarily always follow through on. No, I've done that quite a few times where I've said I think this would be a good player and then I don't get him and then he does do well and I'm like, I didn't get him. That player that Pogba, Pogba springs to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? That player Pogba. That that Paul Bob Bashar wasn't a good. Didn't he get? He got the about fifty points in four weeks, didn't he, or something? Uh, well, no, I shot. I think I sh- I did shout him out at the start of the season. Didn't get him, that's, and then I got yes, him after it was too late. Yeah, that's true. I did do that. I mean, Mal Pai's been a good shout. He's got six goals. He's, he has. He yeah, has. I'll take that. That's about the only jo- only joy I've got. Uh, right. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, this will be available uh, very quickly on audio because I'm going to do did it now. You... Okay. Are we not doing um, Ronald's question? I don't have Ronald's question. <laughs> <laughs> it was said in the chat. Hold on, I'll just. I don't. Read it I don't watch quickly. the. I don't watch the chat. No, in our WhatsApp chat, pre and you were tagged as well. Oh no, you, I didn't tag you actually. Apologies. Um, but anyway, he put. Well, it was a two-part question. Number Sorry. one, he he asked if you're enjoying Sky this season. Yeah, I always enjoy it. He did put a smiley face, yeah. But he said, who would win in a North versus South Premier League match uh, and who would feature? I mean, I guess it's quite a long thing to discuss all of the terms of the feature now. I was going to say, this could be a long one. (laughs) No, no, I guess it depends where you draw the line. Obviously, uh, Man City, Man United and Liverpool would be classed as North. Um, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal would be South. It's just what you do with the likes of Aston Villa and Leicester. Um, I don't think it makes much difference. Too no, many I don't think it does. Don't think it does. Yeah, Birmingham Villa, we're all right. We don't need any of them anyway. I mean, for me, the I North, don't know about the, North Leicester. The, the, the North team would have Diaz and Van Dijk centre back, and they'd have De Bruyne and Salah at the other end of the pitch. They've won, and they. We'll just we'll just fill it with Chelsea players, really, because <laughs> Arsenal and Spurs aren't really. Aren't really doing doing the stuff at the moment, and Chelsea are top of the league. So, eh, um, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I would say, yeah, you, you'd have to go north. Um, if you have a substitute bench, you've got the likes of Ronaldo, Greenwood, um, Mane, probably on the bench as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm struggling for some of the players who would get in apart from Son, who doesn't play for Chelsea. I think Son would probably probably get in. Maybe. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like, what's going on? Really? Captain, but no. Um, you have like, would you have Chilwell? Maybe I don't know. It's all Chelsea, isn't it? Apart from Sun yeah. Kane against Lukaku, who's close. Maybe you play Kane over Lukaku. That's up for debate, I think. But there's not. There's not would you have Mendy? Up. Would you have Mendy in goal over Allison or Edison or Lloris? I wouldn't have Lloris. I don't think. No, that you put your yeah, beer down, Darren. I wouldn't have Lloris. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think a southern team is going to cope with Trent. We've got Trent, Cancelo, Diaz and Van Dijk, have you? Probably something like that. Well, that's, yeah. that's, a, filthy, that's a filthy defence. <laughs> but then this is where I say, like, you know, you've got your Laxers, your Villa and your, your Leicester. Depending on where you're sticking them, up or down. I mean, for charity's sake, you'd probably have to give them to the South. Um, maybe Vardy starts. Maybe maybe Indeedy so starts. I don't know. Could you? So, No. You could argue the North, need, the North need a striker, right? I don't know who the, the natural actual striker is for the Northern team. 
Well, few... they could probably carry Ronaldo. Yeah, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah, put Ronaldo either yeah. side of, um, um, sorry, through the middle of De Bruyne and Salah. It'd be all right, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, but no, I think I think it's uh, it's going to have to be north all the way. Well, like like I said, the Manchester clubs and um, Liverpool versus the rest. When uh, when Newcastle was signing Mbappe, you can go and play out front for the north Harlan, and Harlan, yeah, and Harlan, <laughs> proper proper club, yeah. All right, we're done now, Darren. You can go to bed. I don't need to. Craig needs to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I ain't working tomorrow. It's fine. Happy days. Yeah. Happy days. Like I said, the weekend. It's my last my last day of term tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to a couple of weeks off myself. At least you'll start on a bad note, your time off when uh, Villa beat Arsenal tomorrow night, Thomas. So uh, that'll be a nice start. <sighs> you know what? I'm not off? even confident. Surely you have terms only one week, innit? No, we got two. Oh, we nice. got two. Yeah, my daughter's secondary school's got two as well. So sadly, she's at home as well. So, um, but yeah, no, um, yeah. Thanks, Craig. No, to be honest with you, ask me a week ago, I, I wasn't too concerned about the the Brighton game. I thought Arsenal. Yeah, it's just one of those games. But the performance against um, Crystal Palace was not not great. So yeah, I'm no longer really looking forward to that Aston Villa game. Although you guys did get beaten by Wolves after being awful the last twenty minutes. So. We haven't got enough yeah. time on this podcast to discuss what went wrong, but we was awful. <laughs> but so uh, that gave I, I don't us know. Hope. Yeah, yeah. Two teams you that let, can't keep the ball very well. So we'll see what happens. You let a Traore get an attacking return. You know you've had a bad day, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a fantastic video, Paul Traore. Uh, right, guys. Happy? Done? Yeah. Done. Get your whistle yeah. out, Darren. <laughs> Remember, it's big. Then it's in two seconds. It's average. Thanks. <laughs>